0: Well, good morning, guys, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Kelly S. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater and bulimic from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Today is Thursday, December 21st, 2023. This is the 7 a.m. Eastern Time Vision for You meeting. Today, we are reading from the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous, and we are in the forward to the fourth edition, right there on that first page, or on paragraph, it's XXIII, third paragraph. Says, as the message of recovery has reached, we're reading through to uh, the first 100 members could have hoped to reach, in just that one paragraph and commenting on that. So, our readers today are Mara Z reading the text, Penny C reading uh, page 164, Martha Z is our backup reader. Newcomer greeter is Reva P, and our second hour host is Eileen M. The reference numbers for yesterday, Wednesday, December 20th. 2023
1: is 7 um, – wait, what the heck? I think I've got it. I messed it up here. Let me see. Well, the reference number is 20952.
0: Sorry, 20952. And for the 10 a.m. Eastern time is 20956. 20956. Um, all right, so that's the OA preamble. O oh, Readers and Fellowship is an Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer, our sole purpose. OA's fifth tradition states, quote, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers, end quote. At a Vision for You Big Book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover Through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I'll now ask Jessica C. to read the 12 steps of Overeaters Anonymous. Good morning, Jessica.
2: Good morning. My name is Jessica, recovered compulsive overeater in Washington. Here are the 12 steps. One, we admitted we were powerless over compulsive overeating, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to alcoholics, compulsive overeaters, and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you.
0: Thanks, Jessica. Next up, we'll have Anita L. read our 12 Traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. Good morning,
3: Anita. Good morning, Kelly. Good morning, everybody. This is Anita L. from outside of Philadelphia, the 12 traditions. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God, as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants they do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership Nine, OAS ought, such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues. Hence, the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media communication. Twelve, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions ever reminding us to place principles before personalities thank you and with that I pass
0: thanks Anita so here's how our meeting works our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the big books of the big book of alcoholics anonymous we read a paragraph or two from the literature then stop and share on what was read anyone can share but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we're discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our absence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no absence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We're sharing what the directions and the big book mean to us. To share, you'll press star 1 to unmute. Once you're done sharing, let us know by saying pass, then press star 1 to mute your phone. To have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speaker should be muted. So today, we resume our study of the big book um, of Alcoholics Anonymous. We're on the forward to the fourth edition. We're on page XXIII, third paragraph. starts with, as the message of recovery has reached, going through one paragraph, ending with, the first 100 members could have hoped to reach. And we will be reading and commenting on only that one paragraph. And Mara Z is going to get us started. Good morning, Mara.
4: Good morning, Kelly S. Mara Z, gratefully recovered by God's grace and mercy. And I'm in Virginia. As the message of recovery has reached larger numbers of people, it has also touched the lives of a vastly greater variety of suffering alcoholics. When the phrase, We Are People Who Normally Would Not Mix," from page 17 of this book, was written in 1939. It referred to a fellowship composed largely of men and a few women with quite similar social, ethnic, and economic backgrounds. Like so much of AA's basic text, those words have proved to be far more visionary than the founding members could ever imagine. The stories added to this edition
1: represent a membership whose characteristics, of age, gender, race, and culture.
5: Mara, you got muted. Star one. Mara, star one.
1: Well, I'm going to finish the paragraph, maybe she'll come back. The stories added to this edition
0: represent a membership whose characteristics of age, gender, race, and culture have widened and have deepened to encompass virtually
1: everyone the first 100 members could have hoped to reach. Mara, were you able to get? Well, I guess we can up for shares. <laughs> um, so let's. I guess we'll do that. So maybe she got kicked off the meeting.
0: I'll just read this opening here. Kelly, open I'm sorry. Uh, that's okay. Yay! I'm so glad you're back. You My all, phone just you share? did its thing. Yeah. Do you want me to finish reading this
4: to... paragraph?
0: Well. You can. I finished it, but if you want to do it for yourself, that I mean, that's fine. And then you can share. No. Okay.
4: okay. I'm happy to do that. Thank you. I apologize. Okay. Technology has a mind of its own. Um, okay. So more gratefully recovered by God's grace and mercy. And um, so all you need to do nowadays is go to OA.org and go through the list of meetings and you will find there are special interest meetings that represent the vast difference of um, members that are currently in program. And so gender, race, culture, all different countries, um, all different special interest groups, all under the same banner of Overeaters Anonymous. When the book was first written, it says right here, it was mostly men and they were almost always with the same similar, with a similar social, ethnic and economic backgrounds. That is not true today. What they thought of when they said that was indeed forward looking because there are so many different meetings now and so many different people. There are so many different countries here represented on this one telephone meeting. It's amazing. There are so many languages that are being spoken. And it is, it is just for us to continue to grow and to, to, to continue to expand our membership. And that's what we do, one member speaking to a newcomer,
1: one at a time. And with that, I'll pass. Thanks, Kelly. Well, Kelly? thanks for getting us started. I got it. Sorry. Thanks for getting us started, Mara. Okay. So we're now going to open
0: up the meeting for sharing. Although we value your experience, we ask that you limit your sharing to every third day in order to that others might share their experiences also. If you share on Tuesday or Wednesday on any vision meeting, please allow others the opportunity to share today. Please keep your share to three minutes to allow time for as many people as possible to share. I'll remind you when your time is up. Um, give, and
1: whoever wants to share, give me your first name and initial of your last. Rachel K. Tina, Rachel. Sherry M. Sherry M. Hey, Paulie, did you get Melissa? Oh, I did not. Oh, okay, thank I got you. got you now. got you, okay
6: Thank you.
0: Who? Somebody K?
1: Julie. Oh, hey, Julie. Yeah, got you, Julie. you. Pedro B. Pedro B.
0: All right, here's who I have. Tina S., Rachel K., Sherry M., Melissa C., Julie K., and Pedro B. So we'll
1: get going with that lineup. Good morning, Tina. You're up.
7: Thanks so much, Kelly, for your service. Tina S. recovered compulsive eater, anorexic in Florida, and wow, there's a lot in that paragraph, and and Mara did such a great job; she covered everything in it. You know, it's just it's interesting today, you know, because this is written back in 1939, and such, you know, and it talked about, you know, back then that you know the fellowship was pretty similar, few, uh, largely men and few women, and today, you know, and, and I love. I, and and I love where it talks about those words have proved to be far more visionary than the founding members could have ever imagined, you know, in the future, you know, they thought, you know, this might get off, you know, pretty much. and maybe be a a good thing, but they never could have realized what it has, what has happened. It's a a revolution, you know, today. And, you know, not only in Alcoholics Anonymous, but so many other 12 step programs that, you know, basically cover the same stuff. And, and, you know, I'm so grateful. You know, today, you know, women are are much more than just a few, you know, and young kids, you know, teens and and even younger than teens. You know, it's interesting today how how we have this opportunity that was just given to us back back in the day. So today we have avenues all over, like Maura talked about the website, you know, uh, in person, on the phone, so many different avenues where we can can, um, really, you know, do this deal. You know, go through this path, you know, share these, my experience, strength and hope with others and have them, you know, do the same so that we can get the same result. We have a common solution is what we have. Otherwise, we would not normally mix, but we do have a common solution for the common problem. You know, and I'm so grateful that I can be free today, one day at a time, by working these 12 steps. You know, and it talks about that here, you know, and further on, we're going to look at all these directions so that we can get that result. And, you know, with that, I'm going to pass. Really looking forward to what others have to share. So with that, I'll pass. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Tina. Next up, we have Rachel Kaye, followed by Sherry M. Good morning, Rachel. Thank you, Kelly. Hi, this is, <coughs> excuse me, Rachel K from um,
8: Indiana, recover Compulsive Overeater. And yeah, I uh, I think of the slogan, you know, nothing sells like success. And of course, we're not selling this program, you know. But if I have a message of depth and weight, and if I have a message, you know, that that gives prodigious results, <laughs> like it says in our 12 and 12, then it doesn't matter what color I am, what gender I am, you know, where I come from, then, you know, this program will work. And I like to focus on, yeah, we're people that normally wouldn't mix and we're from all different places and all different points of view. But this is just my opinion that what, what, binds us together is what we have in common, not what separates us. You know, I, for a long time, you know, I thought I was terminally unique. Well, you know, this doesn't apply to me and this doesn't apply to me. And when I focus on what I have in common with people rather than my little distinctions, um, that's what brings me together. So, yes, it's wonderful that we have all these differences, but, what's going to attract people I feel like isn't so much focusing on all the differences. It's focusing on the message. If I have a message that works, if I have a message that says the only thing that will save me is a power greater than myself is forming a spiritual connection with God, then that's going to work no matter, you know, where you come from, what, color your skin is, you know, who you go to bed with, whatever, then if it works, if it's something that saves me from the pit of hell of compulsive overeating, it doesn't matter what else you say or, or what you call God or, or anything or the language that's used. It's the language of the heart. As long as it's the language of the heart, then that is what's going to pull me in. Um, so anyway, thanks for letting me
1: share. I'll pass. Thank you, Rachel Kay. Next up, Sherry M., followed by Melissa C. Good morning, Sherry.
9: Good morning, Kelly. Hi, my name is Sherry, and I am a compulsive overeater, and I live in New York. Um, wow, if they could see us now. Um, you know, we really have grown. When I went to my first meeting uh, in uh, in a church nearby, and I walked in, I was afraid and there were so many different people and I sat down and I never felt so the same as everyone else once I heard, (laughs) once I heard everybody else speak, none of that um, social (laughs) or economic or um, back, you know, where I came from, my family, none of that mattered. I never felt so much the same as when everybody else kept talking and um I knew you know then that uh I was where exactly where I needed to be and um none of the other stuff mattered so um this uh program of recovery is uh has saved me and I've um So glad to be a member and um, nothing matters but just showing up and sharing the message um, and keeping it simple like they did in the 1930s. Um, So I'm glad that we started out with people who would normally not mix and they have all the traditions and principles that have been established to help us know that we are here Uh, for recovery, to live a sober life. And with that, I pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Sherry. Next up, we have Melissa C., followed by Julie Kay. Good morning, Melissa.
10: Hey, good morning, Kelly. Thanks so much for your service this morning. My name is Melissa C. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. I live in New York. And, you know, I think about this idea, uh, you know, that... I have no idea, not only, like, where this would go within, you know, Alcoholics Anonymous, but, you know, in all the different Anonymouses, like, even, you know, even our step one, you know, the thing that I'm powerless over, the substance, there's variety there, you know, and yet this, this set of directions is applicable for people who not just suffer from alcohol addiction, but, but alcohol with food addiction, compulsive eating addiction. Um, I think that's, you know, mind-blowing. And, you know, and I also like this idea about there were people that normally would not mix. And, you know, um, and I think about the places that, you know, what other areas in my life am I face-to-face with people that I normally would not mix? And can I take what I've learned in this fellowship? You know, because my has caught me that what I learn in these rooms, what I learn in the 12 steps, is meant to be applied in my life. Like I can't just live it. Oh, okay. I'll normally, you know, I won't mix with, you know, or oh, I'll be able to mix with all sorts of different people within the rooms of Overeaters Anonymous. That's great. But now, can you take that spirit and carry it out further? And I think, you know, thank God, this room, these rooms taught me about the ability to mix, you know, with people who might have different opinions and different attitudes. And, you know, the book teaches me that the best way that I can be useful for all people, which is my mission, right, which is what when you turn your will and your life over to the care of God, you're supposed to be useful for God's people. Well, an attitude of intolerance, you know, is the thing that will kill me, that will take me out and keep that. So I'm, I'm grateful because I'm learning that here. I and, mean, you know, something that really incredibly powerful that happened for me that kind of showed me um, how we, you know, how we kind of like, you know, we sort of live above like some of the normal, you know, petty rivalries of other people. And five years ago, I was speaking at Fonsi's Fifth Step and um, and the thing, you know, that was was so worked up over in the world was. The very thing that I was so worked up over in the world, except I had the opposite perspective. I was seeing it totally, you know, it was like a social political situation and we had a lot of resentment and it was and it was so enlightening for me to see that although we're people who normally would not miss, we have a mission and it's to live in constant contact with our creator so that we can, you know, do good and, and yeah, and that also you know, relates directly to when I do that, and I don't eat
1: compulsively. Um, thanks with that off count. Dang,
0: perfect timing, Melissa.
1: Okay, next up is Julie K, followed by Pedro
0: B. Good morning, Julie.
6: Hey, Kelly. Thank you for your service. I'm Julie Kay, uh recovering in uh, Ridgefield, Connecticut, and, you know, everything – All of the history of AA that I know, I've learned on this meeting, except for this one tidbit that I'm happy to share, which is that the first woman to open the doors of AA's name was Marty Mann. And not only was she female, but she was also a lesbian. And not only was she a lesbian, but Bill Wilson was her sponsor. And so when I read that paragraph and I hear, um, you know, how many people are now, you know, how this door has been opened, I have a debt of gratitude to Marty because she took a huge chance on this program and on Bill, you know. This was the late 30s, early 40s, and being a woman, being a gay woman, was, wasn't what it is today. And so for me, as a gay woman, I know that I can walk into any of the 12-step rooms and be embraced for who I am, regardless of what anyone else feels in their personal life, in their 12-step life, I am just another Bozo on the bus. And in a world that often rejects me in various spaces, this is a space where I can be free, and this is a space where I can be open and honest, and I give all that credit to marty man for opening that door to me and i can't wait for um my break next week because her autobiography is sitting on my nightstand just waiting for me to have enough time to dive
1: into it and i'm very much looking forward to that and with that i will pass thank you julie k next up we have pedro b and then we'll be opening it up for
0: more shares good morning pedro
11: yeah, good morning. Can I be heard? Yes. All right. Thank you. Thanks for your service. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, everyone, for being here uh, for me to help me recover from some sort of If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're struggling, I want to welcome you. If you're coming back, I want to welcome you. I, uh, uh, I am looking forward to seeing you guys in Los Angeles uh, at the... Uh, 64th annual, uh, birthday party of OA. Um, you know, I, uh, I really like, uh, you know, this, this idea of, uh, uh, this message, right? This is, this message that, you know, has been passed on to me, you know, and it's incredible, you know, I just feel so fortunate that, uh, that I've been able to benefit from this message, you know, in, in, in more areas than, than one, you know. I, uh, I I happen to be an alcoholic. I happen to be a drug addict, a, a, a debtor, a nicotine addict, and I've been able to overcome all of these uh, uh, one at a time, you know. And and you know, for me, you know, this this message is is that uh, I'm trying to uh, work on today. Today is the day that I am trying not to be compulsively and not be engaged. Abstain from all my my addictions, you know. And and uh, yeah, this is, 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 is this is incredible, you know. It's 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 like from from one man to another man. You know, this this signifies, uh, you know, like coming from the earth, you know, emerging from the earth. One one person to another person, to millions and millions of people all over the world. What a message. What a book. What a program. Wow. And, and to be part of this, to have the great fortune to, to come to this, to this place and listen to, to recovery, you know, it's, it's incredible. Um, uh, like I said, if you're new, keep coming back. If you're struggling, keep coming back. If you're old and you have a hundred miles, 100 miles, 100 million years in the program, keep coming back. It works if we work it. Thank you Well,
0: thank you, Pedro. So here we are, guys. We are in forward to the fourth edition, page XXIII. We're on that third paragraph, as the message of recovery has reached. Reading through that, ending with a hun- the first hundred members could have hoped to reach. We're uh, sharing on that paragraph. So, going to open up for some more sharing. If you, um, we're only sharing every third day. So, if you share Tuesday or Wednesday on any other vision meeting, step back. Other than that, who would like to share? Anita
4: Penny. J. Anita J.
1: Penny Chris E. M. Penny Chris M. Chris M. Alexis F. Alexis F. Nancy P. Nancy P. Somebody needs to press star one. They're still unmuted. So I have Anita, Penny. Chris, Alexis, and Nancy. Anybody else want to get in the queue? All right. Well, we'll start with that. Uh, Going up with Anita J. Followed by Penny. Good morning, Anita. Anita, press
5: star
1: 1. Okay. Thank you. I I get it now. (laughs) Anita J.
4: recovered in Massachusetts. I think so many things with this story, uh, with this piece of history. And one of them is my friend who's, uh, she's in AA, but her story of how when she finally surrendered, when she hit her step one, she was in downtown Boston, and the closest meeting was a meeting of gay alcoholic men well they welcomed her with open arms it doesn't matter um and i know that when her husband's memorial service happened I-, I went and he was in the program too and there were there i was i could i could share you know just as much as anyone else we, we all have these human instincts and qualities. And by coincidence or God incident, who was sitting to my left? Those, the first two gay men had ever welcomed her. And I don't know, it's just like a big circle, isn't it? That gets bigger and bigger. And, and um, I am grateful that, you know, when I walk through the doors of a temple, and I am not of that persuasion it. What difference did it make? I mean, it broadened me in every single area. Areas, I, I just came in to lose weight like so many of us. And it's like I found a life and I found a code of ethics. And um, that's what keeps it. Because, you know, I was a lecturer once for something that that just talked of the weight. Well, no wonder it didn't work. It's not a one-dimensional issue, is it? And there's only, but I'm kind of a one-dimensional person without God in my life. So um, anyway, I'm just so grateful that I something made me never leave, even though I never, I have no history of decades of abstinence, but I have
1: recovery today, and that's all that matters. And <clears throat> with that, I pass. Thanks,
0: Anita Jay. Next up is Penny, followed by Chris M Penny. I think it's the initial of your last name and where you're calling from.
1: Hi, thank you. We have a lot of pennies now. This is Penny E from South Jersey.
12: okay, uh, so we are a people who normally would not mix. I love the word normally because uh that's just what it 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 looks like if we walk into a room, there are all kinds of people. One of my meetings that I go to, it's actually another flavor of a meeting, but the parking lot is full of Mercedes, it's full of uh, Volkswagens. We have a guy who sleeps in his car there, Um, people that walk. I mean, alcohol is no respecter of persons, and alcohol and food – Even the playing field, you know, we're all the same. And one thing that we can identify with is the pain, the severity the symptoms of this disease you know what this disease has cost us it doesn't matter how we dress where we buy our clothes or what cars we drive we can understand that's one of the things that i love about this meeting and the fellowship is that when i say i have pain from food you don't say what do you mean it's only you know it's only a pancake you don't say that you say i understand and uh, what a feeling i'm just so grateful and blessed to be a member of this fellowship i love you all thanks for letting me share
0: well thanks penny E. next up i have chris m followed by alexis f good morning chris
13: good morning good morning everyone thank you for your service um chris m uh, recovering i like to say that now uh compulsive eater in new york and um i've said this before and it just rings true to me every time I hear something about the diversity of our program and how we're um, we come face to face and heart to heart with people that we normally wouldn't mix with. It reminds me of when I went away to college. Now, when I was in high school, I was I had pretty firm uh, opinions and judgments about who you were and who I was and and how things were and. And then I went to college and, um, I lived in a suite. So there were three bedrooms and two, two of those bedrooms were triples. So there were eight, eight young women living in, um, a suite. And in my room, there was me and I would consider myself a typical suburban, um, girl. There was a girl from a, a big city in upstate New York. And she was gorgeous, and she was like the beauty queen of her of her school, the cheerleader, and all of that stuff. All all of that stuff. I wasn't like that. I was just kind of like at. I was just kind of in school, mixing with, you know, different groups of people. But, you know, I didn't really participate. She was a big joiner of all kinds of that stuff. Then the other girl was a um, from upstate New York, but very rural you know and so we were very different and we all got along we didn't become best friends but we all got along and then i was exposed to so many other people from all over the state and the country and it was an eye opener and i learned tolerance and i learned to broaden my perspective and see see people differently without too much judgment and then it also reminds me of going to church and when i went to church and became involved in my church I was exposed to a lot of different people I wouldn't normally mix with. And then I tell a story about when I first came in the program, a girl walked in from my high school who was the, one of the most popular girls in school, and I had look at, looked up to her, and she was, like, untouchable. She was a couple of years older than me, and she had a raging um, eating disorder. She was bulimic. And it just opened my eyes, and I was like, look at this acceptance I'm learning and like they say you take these principles and these experiences that you learn about how to behave in the world you you learn that I learned that in the 12 step program and take it to other places um so it's just it's very interesting it's just it's such a holistic teaching of program for for me and I think for all of us and um yeah, it's just a wonderful way to see people like heart to heart without all the other stuff in the way and it's beautiful. Fine. Thank you. I pass.
0: Thanks, Chris. Next up is Alexis F, followed by Nancy P. Good morning, Alexis.
14: Yes, when I first started reading about um the founders of this program, I found that interesting. That Bob was a a stockbroker, and uh, Bob was a doctor, a proctologist. And, uh, you know, what differs of all of us, what makes us different is our stories, you know, our strength, hope, and experience that we have to offer, offer other people that they can either identify with or not identify with. Um mine is a little bit different than than yours perhaps. And uh I I ha- it's yeah, you know, the holidays so I've been getting gifts from uh different friends. You know, everybody thinks you, you like um sweets, you know, so they they give you things like that. So I have a lot of candy and a lot of um uh, what else? Cookies. A lot of cookies. For people gave me homemade cookies. And, uh, you know, I look at it. I don't want it. It's been in the house here for weeks, And I could care less that it's here. I'm serving it to some people who come to visit with coffee. And I say, come for a uh, cake and coffee and i have so much of it but i don't eat it and um i was out uh the other day and um someone gave me a box of candy and i i said i don't eat sugar so uh, you know i felt like i was being rude uh by saying that but um you know it's just a fact you know i don't need it so uh and I never thought in my lifetime that I could be like this, that I could be completely neutral to it, that I can look at it and not want it. Or I used to be like I would look when I first got abstinent. I would look at this stuff and I would drool. You know, And, it would, and all that data was telling me that I'm a compulsive overeater. You know, and I was glad for the reminder every time that happened but I don't even do that anymore. So um, if I could do it, you could do it too. Uh, my background is such that, you know, uh, a lot of um, obstacles got me to where I am today. And uh, I'm sure that if I can do it, any newcomer here can do it too. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Perfect timing, Alexis. All right, next up is Nancy P., and then we'll have some time for some more shares. Good morning, Nancy.
1: Hey, good
3: morning. Um, I actually cannot share today. Something has come up that I need to attend to. I apologize, but I will see uh, continue to listen. Well, good to hear from
0: you. All right, thank you. All right, guys, so we're going to open it up. If you didn't share on Tuesday or Wednesday on any vision meeting, and you'd like to share on this paragraph, on
1: XXIII third paragraph, who would like to share? Pete B. Pete B. Liz E. UK. Liz Jackie E. Jackie W. New Jersey. Jackie W. Anybody else? All right, we got Pete B. Liz E. and Jackie W. Pete, you're up, dude. Go.
15: Thanks, Kelly, for taking the meeting. My name is Pete B. I'm a compulsive overeater, and I'm recovered today by God's grace and mercy in Pennsylvania. And uh, I, love, I, I, I I, so appreciate you know, the fact that what we are, what the fellowship is to focus on is the program. And, the, you know, we talk about the common problem and the common solution. You know, yet when you know when we share, when our fellowship, these mix of people, we share, we share about a lot of different problems um, that aren't necessarily the problem that we're focused on, right? Our, our, our book, *And We Agnostics*, it says, this, and I'm paraphrasing here, that if you if you find that once you start eating, you can't stop, or have little control over the amount you take. And once you decide to stop, you, you find you cannot, then you are probably alcoholic. And if that be the case, you may be suffering from a condition that only your spiritual experience will conquer. And that common solution is to bring about a spiritual experience. Right? And the, co- that, the common problem is the inability to stop once we start and the ability, inability to stay stopped. Right? And we talk about all the other things the other, we talk about the symptoms of the disease, right some of the symptoms, the loneliness, the isolation right the 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 odd you know inability to process emotions effectively, right the insanity of our lives and the behaviors and the interactions of others, and we talk a lot about those things right and we and, and to a certain degree, a lot of what the the twelve step recovery program has in place addresses many of those things, but they're not the focus of the solution. The focus of the solution is to bring about a spiritual experience, right? And the symptoms are not the disease. The symptoms are not the disease. The disease is an allergy of the body, an obsession of the mind. And the solution is entire abstinence and having a spiritual experience. And our 12 steps from this fellowship is to be focused on having that spiritual experience. See, we're seeking, a, we're seeking a solution to the problem. And a solution to the problem is entire abstinence and having a spiritual experience so that we can walk free. Free of the, the, the guilt, the shame, the remorse, everything that comes with living incomprehensibly demoralized as a result of the condition, right? So as long as we remain focused on the, 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 the common problem and the common solution, that is what keeps Overeaters Anonymous and all of the anonymous programs together. It's when we veer off and think that the solution or the, 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 you know, what we're here for is to address the symptoms, is that the, me, the message gets diluted and we run the risk of not really doing what the, the spirit of the program is. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you for letting me share.
0: Thanks, Pete. Next up, we have Liz E followed by Jackie W. Good morning, Liz.
16: Good morning, good afternoon. My name is Liz E for Elegant in Bristol in Southwest England. Thank you everybody for your service today. I'm so grateful this meeting exists and is here today. what am i seeing in this paragraph well first of all i want to encourage anybody who hasn't pressed star one for ages or never just you have to do this it really helps your recovery um i don't know what i said i'm a recovered compulsive overeater so um we are people who would normally not mix and that has been my experience and it is utterly utterly amazing Because it doesn't, it isn't dependent on who I am, what I do, what my friends do, what interests I have, what I don't have. And it's just because I'm a compulsive overeater. That is the core thing that bonds me with everybody that I connect with in this amazing fellowship. And um, that word fellowship is so beautiful. And it is fellowship. Um, but you know, this is a program for those, not for those who want it or need it, but those who work it. And, you know, I have found that the fellowship is there, but I do have to work it. I do have to be proactive. I do have to take action. It won't come to me. Um, and I do have to do it, um, to keep my recovery today. Um, this is my way of doing life. This is not something extra I do like an evening class or an additional learning program. This is just how I do my life. And mixing with the fellowship is absolutely central to my recovery. And as many of you know, I've had a really tough time. And it is by the grace of the fellowship and the most importantly, the grace of God and his love that I am. Um, I'm getting there today, and I'm keeping my recovery and I'm keeping my abstinence, and it's just a really beautiful thing. And with that, I'll pass. Thanks a million. Bye bye. Thanks, Liz. Next up,
1: Jackie W. You're up, Jackie. Good morning. I am Jackie W. in New Jersey for
17: W for without the beautiful accent of our former member. Uh, what a beautiful share. Thank you. Um, I have been in the program for several months, and I am recovered, and I haven't shared yet, and I really felt like it was time to step up and, and claim a seat. So this morning is the day. Um, people who normally would not mix, for me, what has happened is that's the way my higher power has reached me and my higher power has gone has spoken to me in, in, in those conversations with people who I normally would not mix with that I wouldn't have a chance to interact with in my daily life. These have been divine appointments for me where God has met me and brought things up and brought things out in me that I didn't even know were there, and I'm so grateful. Um, I had such a beautiful experience last night that I wanted to share. I My husband is a, an uncontrolled diabetic, and he lost of his foot a few years ago, and he still has uncontrolled diabetes, and every so often his foot would get infected, and it was always a chance for me to go into a full-on tizzy. And um, last night he came to me and he said that he believed his foot was infected again, and he had to go to the doctor today, and he's a pastor, so this is a very, very busy time for him, and typically what happens when he gets a foot infection is he winds up in the hospital for a week, and he winds up on an antibiotic intravenously. It's always a big deal. Um, And I just was able to have a completely different reaction, and it's because of my recovery and because of my connection with God. And I was able to just be at peace and say, you know, all the times we've been through this experience, God has protected you and us. And what I have to do is just rely on God and just say, I will. it will be exactly what it's supposed to be, and I will be as protected as I need to be by my higher power as long as I stay connected and stay sane and abstinent. And so it was just such a beautiful spiritual experience for me. And when I shared that with him, he literally had tears in his eyes because he's so used to in those crises of, it's, it's a health crisis for him, that it becomes all about me instead because I make it all about me. So yesterday I made it all about God, and that's exactly where I needed to be, and I'm so grateful that I do get to have these divine appointments with people who I normally would not mix with, and it's so beautiful that they get to share life with me and recovery with me, and I get to learn and grow in ways that I didn't
1: even know were possible or necessary. So with that I pass. Thanks for letting me claim my seat today. So I appreciate it. Well thanks, Jackie W. So hey guys, we have time for a share another couple shares. Um page
0: XXIII, third paragraph.
1: Monica
18: S.
0: Margaret S.
1: Monica S.
0: I can't hear you very well.
1: Oh, sorry. Um,
0: Monica, Monica S. Okay,
18: Monica
1: okay. S. Do you want else? me to go now, or hi? Wait, hang on. Anybody else want to share? All right, Monica, go ahead. Tell us where you're calling from.
18: Hi, I'm Monica S. Um, I'm calling from Detroit, Michigan. Uh, this is the first time I've spoken on vision. Um, I just, on the. not, um, Thing of um where people who normally don't mix. Um I just wanted to say my experience in OA. Um well I guess joining has been an awesome experience. And um since joining Vision um I've uh, been abstinent and I've um never like experienced such strong uh recovery um and been around people with such strong recovery is really inspiring. Um, I've been in OA for three years, and um, um, you know, um, I'm a, a black woman. I'm agnostic, um, and um, and I have like mental issues. I'm bipolar, um, depression, ADHD, whatever. And you know, I meet people from all different backgrounds, and you know, being in OA, I've actually called out. You know, um. Like, the organization, um, I'm from Detroit, it's mostly black, there's, you know, a a lot of places you go, is is pretty white in OA. And when I say that, I have not had, like, backlash or say it's an outside issue. I've been really embraced because people want to share what we have, like, with everyone. I find that people in OA are trying to be the best that they can be with the food, with them, with... um, Carrying the message to everyone, not just some people, but everyone. And um, I've just I've gotten a lot of support um, in um, you know uh, creating in person meetings and sharing the message with um, people um, from all different sorts of backgrounds. And I've been able to mix with people who I would have never met mixed, mixed with people from all over the world, of all different races, of all different mental health backgrounds. And it's just—it's really beautiful, and I feel so supported and embraced in this program. And I just—I love you, and I just thank you, Vision People, for um, being here. You—you're saving my life. Thanks.
0: I pass. Thank you so much, Monica S. Welcome to the line. It's always wonderful to hear new voices. All right, we have time for a two-minute share. Who else would like to share?
19: This is Larry. I'm happy to jump in. <clears throat> all right, Larry. Go. Okay, Larry K. Uh, Recovered compulsive reader from Chicago. What, what a wonderful meeting! Thank you, everyone. Thanks, Kelly, for your service. You know, um, we 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 see this statement about people who would normally not mix, and and oftentimes we look at socioeconomics and we look at race divisions and gender and all sorts of different things. I'll tell you who who I can I can um, mix with today that I couldn't before. I can mix with the intolerant among us. I can mix with the abrasive, the authoritarians among us. And what I mean by that is not, not, not that I necessarily, no one said that you have to like it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like it. I like all inclusiveness. I like um, harmony, love. Yes, I like the truth of the message. I don't water down anything with regard to this message. But here's what I don't do today. Have you ever gotten a text from someone abrasive that wants to correct you? You know, the, the, the vision police, <laughs> the OA police. I have, maybe you have. See, I don't, I don't need to do that today. I don't need to call and correct anyone. I don't need to do any of those things under the, under the, the guise of, you know, making sure that, you know, the, the, the right message is delivered according to whom? According to me, <laughs> according to the authority, the authority you know, or the manner in which I interpret the book. See, we are all inclusive. This isn't the, 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 the high school popular ones, the authoritative ones. And the people that are drawn to those people are ones that, you know, typically are drawn to more hurt and wounds. See, today I can have opinions about those things as I'm wrapping up, Kelly, but I do not have to correct anyone. And what a beautiful thing that is today. That's a gift of this higher power and these steps in this program. With that, I pass. Thanks so much.
1: Thank you, Larry. Appreciate the message. Um, All
0: right, guys. Thanks to everybody who shared. Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following the closing. The share ID for today, December 21st, 2023 is
6: 20,959,
0: 20,959. So we'll now close with a reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the serenity prayer. Penny C., will you please read A Vision for You? Our book is meant to be suggestive only.
20: Yes, I'm very happy to be doing so. And thank you so much, Kelly. And every, every share this morning was amazing. Our book is meant to be suggestive only